Hello, Purple Knight Nation. Welcome to the Coach's Corner. I'm your athletic director, John Dupuis. With me today is our head boy swim and dive coach, Coach Vogel. Welcome, Coach. Hey, how you doing, Coach? Great, great. A little cold. It's uh, it's chilly out, but we do live in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Coach, how long have you been coaching at Beloit Memorial High School? Well, I've been a head boys coach for 39 years. I also coached the girls off and on as an assistant and as the head coach. And But overall, boy, I've been coaching uh, swimming for 42 years here in Beloit. 42 years. Wow. I turned 43 in a couple of weeks, so uh, that's a long time. You must have purple running through your veins. Oh, I do. Yes, in I know. In fact, our do. wedding color was purple. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> little tidbit there. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so how's the season been going so far for the boys' swim team? I'll tell you, even though we're a very small team this year compared to other years, uh, it's amazing how well we are swimming. Uh, they um, have surprised a few people. I heard a coach in a coach's meeting making a side comment to another coach about the uh, Beloit's a lot better than we thought they were going to be. And so I, I took that with a lot of pride. But our, our guys have always had a history of working really hard. And um, they've been showing up this year. They're doing, And they're young. I mean, we only have three seniors. So uh, we're in good shape. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the meets that I've seen and, and the swims that I've seen, um, you know, we're very competitive and, and mm-hmm. kids are working hard in practice. Oh, yeah. and, and so we, we do appreciate that. So I know there's been some big accomplishments so far this season, maybe some records broken, mm-hmm. um, some meets that uh, we've, we've done really well in. Why don't you touch base a little bit on that? All right, well, our dual meet record, uh, we're not the kind of team that has a, a great dual meet record this year because we only have 15 guys. And uh, so, but our invitationals, we've won uh, three invites and finished second at the Rock County Championships. And that was with some illness on the team and still finished second. We won eight of the, uh, we got first in eight of the 11 events. Uh, But then again, we turn around this past Saturday, we won the battle on the rock and we had first place in one event, but our guys have been showing up. We're getting, we may not always get first place, but we're sticking two, three guys in the top six or eight in each event which makes it really nice and gives us a nice amount of depth and and they're swimming some really high quality times because we're swimming against some really high quality competition our pool has a tendency to draw teams to the pool you know when we have an invite in our pool and uh, the fact that we swim in a big eight conference oh my god it's it's so fast yeah no i agree i agree i've seen some times and it's like wow yeah. um some some very competitive swims um, throughout the Big Eight and at our Invitationals. So uh, postseason play is coming up um, with conference this weekend mm-hmm. and, and the W8 tournament series um, following. What is the outlook for the team or, or kind of the expectations from you? Is there is there somebody that you – or a relay that you think has a really good chance based off times throughout the season that that uh, might be able to get through or get mm-hmm. on the podium at conference? Yeah. Well, I, I think with the conference meet, because we have like a snowball's chance a heck to winning the meet because Middleton is just unreal. And Madison West is also very strong again this year. So we're, we, we've been sitting down talking with the guys and letting them pick one event they really want to swim and go after. Um, but we're still trying to figure out some things like with our relays, even though our relays have been swimming really well, uh, we want to make sure that when we go in the sectionals next week that we've uh, – We've got our best in those events that they they can get the state. But like with uh, uh, Charlie Zimba, Aiden Donovan, and uh, Ben Sill, those guys have been swimming lights out all year, and they've been basically the backbone of our team as far as um, 
putting those relays together and, and scoring a lot of individual points for us. And uh, it's, it's just really, it's, it, we're using the conference meet still as a preparation to see what we are for next week. And uh, we're looking at uh, the WI sectional at Racine. We're in uh, sectional number six. They have a beautiful new swimming pool, 10 lanes. And uh, the girls swam there in the fall and swam extremely well. So, uh, and we have a history of swimming great championship season. So we're looking at uh, possibly getting all three relays of state. I think Charlie Zimba's got a really good chance in the Hunter Free and Andy Donovan in the 200 IM and Ben Sill in the Hunter Butterfly. And then sometimes you get an outlier out there. Our kids have been swimming around like last week. I had never thought a freshman would be breaking the school record in diving, and he only started diving in November. Um, Cody Burnett is just diving lights out for a rookie. We send him over to college because I am not a diving coach. <laughs> and he goes over and he practices with the Blake College kids three, four times a week. And uh, he's just, for his first year in the sport, is just doing great. So you never know what, what could happen at sectionals. So, but I, I really feel confident. Our boys are looking at possibly, we, we set a goal yesterday. The, um, the try, our goal is not only just to get these guys to state, but we want to bring a plaque home. We really think we can do that this year. And we haven't done that in 30 years. Yeah, that, that would be <laughs> awesome. You know, I, 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 uh, one of the quotes that uh, you know, I, I heard the other day um, was, you win trophies at practice, you collect them at, at games and meets. And right. so, you know, I know you guys are, are putting in the time and the work and, mm-hmm. and uh, are, are, are really performing, um, you know, when it matters, which is, right. is, is coming up on postseason. So we look forward to that. Um, I don't know if many people know this that are listening to the podcast. Some do, some don't. But uh, the pool is is named after you. <laughs> um, you know that that is obviously a huge accomplishment. Um, you know, touch touch space a little bit on that. When did that happen? You know what uh, what were some thoughts that that ran through you uh, when when you were presented with with the idea of that of the natatorium being named after you? And yeah, just dig into that a little bit. Well, I like to bring uh, <laughs> blame Brian Michaels for that and. Um, and uh, he got together with uh, there were, at the time, it's, it's it happened about a year and a half ago, but about two years ago, um, they I guess they were he wrote a letter to the school board, and he had gotten all the uh, these alumni. I figured you know you've been in the community for forty some years, you've affected a lot of people, and uh, so he got all these alumni on board and uh, families that have been affected by our program. And he uh, wrote this letter, and I guess it had been talked about at several school meetings, and my wife was hiding the newspapers from me. So I know <laughs> anytime the m- minutes were in the, s- the newspaper that uh, I never got to see those minutes. So I didn't even know they were talking about it. But then one day, um, I think it was Dave Lukey Sr. calls me up and says, we want to name the pool after you. And he went into this long spiel and all that. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I didn't get in. You know, when I got into swimming as a kid, I never thought, you know, first of all, I didn't know I would be in Wisconsin because I grew up in Philly, but uh, that they would want to name a pool after you or do something like that. And it was like, you know, I was thinking that uh, one of my uh, former swimmers, his brothers on the team, he says to his dad, don't they normally name it after dead people? <laughs> but I, um, you know, I, I, I didn't want to not honor the request by the alumni. 
So, yeah, I said, yeah, you can name the pool after me. And it just happened that COVID was going on at the, about that time as well, the, the, the high point of COVID. So when we, they did the dedication, we were able to get a bunch of people into the swimming pool, which was nice. And it was really great to see a lot of uh, alumni coming back from the early 80s and the 90s and, and, the, and these 2000s. It, was, it, was, it made me feel really good. But um, what people have to understand, and I even said this in my, my speech, was that it's really not you don't get here by yourself. Oh, right. You know, yes. you had coaches that motivated you to get to where you are. I've had a lot of really great coaches and uh, teachers, and um, it's just uh, you just got to understand that you know it, it's a team thing. And yeah, my name's on the building, but I, I <laughs> kid, little kids say to me, "Do you own the building?" I said, "No, <laughs> the school district still owns the building." <laughs> Yeah. But I just feel that um, it was an honor, and I still blush about it because I really don't want to, you know, it's not something like, yeah, my name's on the building. But I I, it, I think it's you still have to recognize it's still about the kids. Right. And and that's why I'm in this. I, I went into coaching because I felt I could make a difference. And we just have had an amazing – I came to Beloit because I'd been to Beloit for meets as when I was in college. And uh, I, I kind of, you know, when they asked me to come down here, you know, 40-some years ago to, to coach, I didn't think I'd be staying here this long. And I fell in love with the town. It's a great community, not just for swimming, but for to raise your family. My kids are both Bullock Memorial grads. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's a great place to be. And it's a community that really pulls together. And uh, so I... I can't ask, any, you know, I, I thank the community, but uh, like I always tell people, it's never really been about me. It's a, it's about these kids. These kids are freaking awesome. We have employed. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you 100%. And, uh, you know, obviously that's a, a huge huge accomplishment. Um, but, again, right, you can't get there mm -hmm. um, by yourself. And so um, you've surrounded yourself with with great leaders throughout the time and you've had uh, good support from, from families and, mm -hmm. and students have bought into, to, you know, your leadership and, and uh, philosophy and those types of things. And so um, well, well deserved. Um, yeah. So no, speak, I want to say yeah, one yeah. thing, you know, I, you know, I was very lucky. I came to Beloit in the early eighties when John Heineke was the football coach and Bernie Barker was still the basketball coach and Gene Whedon was the track coach. And I got to teach with these people, too. They weren't just coaches. They were amazing classroom teachers, too. And you learn a lot just by watching. And I was a young coach. I was only 25 years old when I came to Boyd. And uh, we've had amazing teachers and coaches and in this in this school district. Yeah. And, and we still do. And I just want to hit that up, that this is a great place to be. I, I agree. I agree full-heartedly. So speaking of Philly, right? You're from Philly, right? There's yep, a big game. Race. There's a big game coming up in a yep. few weeks, the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Philly or the Chiefs? Do I even gotta ask? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you though, I grew up uh, in Philly. The the you know I was born in '55, so I grew up in Philly in the '60s. My parents moved to Wisconsin in the mid '70s, and I'm not used to this. The, the, my favorite team, I you know, is the Phillies. I'm a diehard baseball fan, but obviously I'm a Philly sports fan too. But 
we were always in the basement. So I moved away from Wisconsin, or I moved to Wisconsin, yeah. and the Phillies have now played in four World Series, <laughs> one, one, two of them. Um, the Eagles, my dad would always talk about the 1960 and Chuck Burton, Eric, and all those guys, and, and beating the Packers in the 60 uh, NFL championship game. We had to wait all the way until 2017 for them to win the uh, Super Bowl. And uh, I'll tell you, Philly is a great sports town. They really are passionate about their teams. And, uh, you know, I grew up in an era where, like, Will Chamberlain was playing basketball in Philly at the time and then Dr. J and all that. But I'll tell you, not used to seeing this all the time. This is now a regular thing. In fact, Philly's just played in the World Series in October, and now the Eagles are in the Super Bowl here in, in February. It's just like... Every kid's dream, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, when you're a kid growing up, I don't care what community you're in, and your teams are there, man. It's just, yeah, wow, it's exciting. I agree. Yeah. I think Wisconsin, you know, with the Bucks oh. and the Brewers and and the Packers, we've been spoiled as well the last handful of but years. But like I and, tell people, I own the Packers. Yeah. I have, we have every kid in my family and my granddaughter even has <laughs> Packers stock, yep. stock because you know I always taught my kids that you want to cheer for. Your teams in your right. area, like yep. my my youngest daughter is a diehard Cub fan. Yeah, and she hates it when we go to Cub Philly games because <laughs> <laughs> you got you know Phillies and we got the Cubs. I like I don't know how, um, uh, you know during the World Series or the uh, Major League um, Baseball playoffs, and you know Aaron Nolan and his brother are going against each other, and now you got. The two brothers, Kelsey's, Kelsey's yeah, going yeah, against each other. Yeah. I don't know how Mrs. Kelsey's handling yeah. it. <laughs> well, like like, uh, like Travis Kelsey said, uh, my mom's going to come out a winner, right? One <laughs> exactly. of us is going to win. So, yeah. Uh, I got to ask, I've never been to Philly, but if I do go to Philly, what's the best place for a Philly cheesesteak? Okay, everybody talks about Pat and Gino's. That's where all the tourists go. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, tell you me, wanna, tell me wanna, the spot. There, I'll tell you, there's a lot of really good cheesesteaks in Philly. And uh, we go to uh, uh, not just pizza, which is in South Philly, but uh, I hope when they rebuild gyms, because gyms had a fire over uh, um, over the winter break, that they get that rebuilt, because gyms is a real good one. But I'll tell you, D'Alessandro's in Roxborough, yeah, Roxborough, is okay. probably the best cheesesteak in Philly. That's the place. Oh, my God. Right. You have to go up to, to north, you know, northwest Philly there to Roxborough, but I'll tell you. Best cheesesteak in Philly. Okay, uh, it's just unbelievable. It but yeah. problem with Pats and Geno's, I'm not saying they're not good, but it's like you're going to wait in a line yeah. forever. Yeah. And uh, and it's, you know, it's like anything. It, when it's a touristy thing, it's they, it, I don't think it's the same quality when you go to like a mom and pop right. place. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, uh, my, my son-in-law likes uh, Tony Luke's, but... Uh, I'm a Delisandro's guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. I have to check that out. So yeah. just one one last question here, Coach, uh, before we before we let you go here. Right? Obviously you've been with us for for um, you know, a long time, right? right. And, and that commitment to not only the school district of Beloit and the community, um, you know, very much appreciated and uh, we thank you for that. But but um you've you've announced, correct, mm-hmm. that that this is your 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 last Year as as yep. head boy swimming coach. So after this year, you know you're going to have some free time. What are you What are you going to do during the winter season? Well, right now, 
my we've always been big parks people my family we don't my wife's idea of camping is like probably motel six but um we do like to hit all the parks whether they're state parks or national parks or monuments or whatever we've done 35 of the big national parks wow so that leaves us 28 yet to go um We've we've done 113 national monuments and probably well over 50 different state parks around the country. So there's 430 parks in the national park system. So we're going to try and hit as many as we can. In fact, we're already planning a trip. We're going to be in northern Arizona in March for a couple okay. of weeks, and yeah. then. Uh, but yeah, we want to get get to Alaska in 2024 okay. summer. Yeah. So yeah, we we got we got the parks. Plus, my uh, my youngest uh, teaches in the Philadelphia school district. She taught Boyd Morrill for five years. Um, they have a little girl, our granddaughter Sienna, and she's going to be two the weekend of the state swim meet. So we're going to have a birthday party the week after. But <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's our big draw. We got to get out east. We get yeah. we get out to Philly at least once a month, and so uh, yeah. Hitting the parks and seeing our granddaughter, watch her grow up, and uh, they already got her in swimming lessons. But uh, her, my son-in-law, his sister was a Division One uh, pitcher in softball, so I'm sure she'll learn to yeah, pitch too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds amazing. And yeah. and uh, once again, we thank you for for all the years and the yeah, time thank and you. the, and the um, student athletes and that that you've that mm-hmm. have come across your path and, and that you've led. Um, and and I, I'm sure they've all took away something positive um, from your leadership. So well, I've told the coaches, you know, if they need me to be a meet director or come in and work with uh, the young kids, you know, work on some stroke technique or whatever, I'm more than willing to do that because that's not like I'm going right. to – I'm not that yeah. rich that I can just live <laughs> on the road all the time. So I, you know, I'll be around and, you know, helping out as much as I can because, like you said, I really do bleed purple. I yeah. mean, it's, it's all about Beloit and Purple Knights. Yeah, well, we appreciate it again, Coach. Thanks for coming on to Coach's Corner. Good luck the rest of the year. All right, and, thank you. And go Knights. Yep, go Knights. Hey, everybody. This is the co-producer and editor, Mason Jordan. Uh, just one more thing before we end this podcast. Uh, we are super excited to get this podcast edited and sent out to you so then we can all listen to it. Thanks for listening.